Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Geist the Sin Eaters Chronicle Eerie Quiet on the Western Front. This is Episode 3, What Lies Beneath. Greetings, foolish mortals. Welcome back to another episode of Eerie Quiet on the Western Front. Um... We, as always, are Occultus Anonymous. We are brought to you by Onyx Path, Roll20, and our very special ghoul and gals out there on our Patreon. Uh, their names are Adele, Al, Alexander, Alsrit, Bernie, Buck, Chandra, Chris, Doc, Emil, Funzu, Surali, George, James, John, John, Josh, Camo, Catfeathers, Klaus, Crazy Man, Long Live the Queen, Magnus, Math Theorems Better Than Necro Theorems, Melissa, Michael, Milo, Ms, Moku, I'm sorry, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor, Noba, Other Guy, Paradox Means You're Doing Something Right, Perry, Poog, Porter, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Sean, Shikshara, Terran, The Ghost That Fixed Your Spine, Thomas, Vortex Falcon, We're All Raven Food Inside, Zoltan, and Aethernalis. Thank you very much for being a part mm -hmm. of our community and donating to help us get new art set up for shows that we're doing and uh, tech add-ons and stuff like that. Um, anybody remember what we were doing? What happened we last were, time? We were crying over a house, man. And and uh, killer two um, lady. Yeah, she showed up. The weeping grove. Who cares That's about cool. that? That wasn't that. Eh, whatever. She, yeah, she's a friend. <laughs> Last time, through a series of events and, and spookiness, uh, our crew had investigated a um, a blockage in an ancient um, Avernian gate. Uh, the forming of a new one with a like host of ghosts all pinned to the same spot above it, waiting to get in? Question mark. They're waiting to pay their respects. Um. It's a 19-hour queue. Um, um, and um, and then on seeing a um, platoon of, or a, a group of scouts return with very strange uh, piercing wounds, uh, ventured off into a different part of No Man's Land um, and found the ghost of a farm homestead. Um, and... After witnessing it go through a couple loops of its death, um, were uh, ambushed by um, some German soldiers, which were then in turn ambushed by um, trees that popped out of nowhere, withered, gnarly, small, um, pitch black trees, um, and a feminine figure which sort of came out of nowhere um draped in black robes um with a uh, a deer skull mask um and antlers and stuff with um like withered vines and ferns and stuff like that um sort of woven into her clothing um and uh she sort of presented herself as the keeper of the withered grove 
and that all who trespass in her grove shall not escape. And that's where we left off. I think um, Dorothy about... was trying to be nice, but... <laughs> What's up? I was, I was saying Dorothy was doing the, the nice grandma like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll chase away. And oh, what was it? Put up signs. She put up signs so people know not to trespass. <laughs> Slight problem. We are already trespassing. Right. I have a visual for you all. Great. An image. Ooh, yeah, look at that. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, the trees are all sort of standing menacingly uh, surrounding the farm. Um, and she has stood about 10, 20 yards away from the, the gate entrance to the farm. I want to turn on Boneyard and just try to get an AoE so I can get a feel for if I can get anything off of them. Sure. That is my stat and uh, synergy. Um, I've been trying to be better about remembering this. If you're pursuing your touchstone, you get plus two to your synergy. Um, it's, yours is your, your nine to five job, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which definitely is. Try and find out what's been hurting people. Mm-hmm. I guess I just roll an add two. Mm-hmm. Are you using a key? Uh. There I know. I don't think. Okay. So with that boneyard and two successes. And it's two dots now also. Okay. Um, let me pull them up. And no key, so no doom. So you're all good on that. Um, were you, how big were you making it? Were you making the, the second? Um. I think the first one should do because we're not that far away from her in this grove, right? Yep. Yeah, then just the first stretch. Uh, yeah, to get her and if like if you're mainly just trying to get her and the area around you, you could do it as a uh, just two plasm. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. All right. So the area of the boneyard gains the open condition for all ghosts. You have. Awareness of the layout and architectural details of the area you control. Um, and characters cannot hide from you. Um, cool. Um, you become aware of... There being a lot more... Sp- Space here than you thought there was. And it takes you a second to process that 
the ground is full of like very small tunnels. Okay. And putting that together with knowing that the trees are moving, it's like they're moving themselves through their own root systems. Whoa. Like two well, worms. That explains how they are appearing. Mm-hmm. And to, to like further cement that, I think one like shifts itself and you see like a big root come up and it just sort of inverts and then roots are branches and branches are roots. And pulls up close to her and she's almost like whispering to it. Anybody else? I'm very quickly trying to remember <laughs> what can Cody do? Okay, mine will tell me if I'm assuming she's alive or well, it would tell me if she's dead. She's not dead. I never responded to Dorothy. Repeated itself. Okay. Yeah, it seemed because uh, Stafford said something to her as well. I think the only thing she said was what she had first said. Well, it might be a bit of a, a long shot, but I'm a dread anyways. Um, and <laughs> trying to get a little bit more information beyond she doesn't want people to trespass. Uh, want to kind of bend a little bit of uh, empathy to try and get like the the underlying uh, intention of what what she's got going on and what she wants. Um, I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I guess if I'm talking with her, um, I'm not sure what Cody would say off the top of my head, but I don't know if you'd rather that presence or manipulation plus empathy. I think because you're trying to understand more about her, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be more like a wit's empathy. Okay. Rather than you convincing her, mm-hmm. she does not she does not say much else. Okay. But checking out her vibe and her posture and stuff like that, certainly. Sure. And I will add willpower. Wow. Wait. Rolls five. One, two, three, four. Okay, no. Rolled all eight. Still getting zero successes. Tells your your base pool, not your modifiers. Oh, I see. Yep. Uh, You want to make that a dramatic failure? Oh, sure. Why not? (laughs) Um, You. Yeah, here's here's. uh, Yeah, you start talking a little bit, trying to get her to react to things and trying to feel it out and um, think she relaxes her her posture a bit and um, takes a step closer to the to the gate and uh, I think before you realize it you are walking up closer to to get a better peek to try and peek under the robes and the the dramatic failure is going to be you put one step 
over the line of the gate. Sounds right. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you, Chris. I had misunderstood when she appeared and described the situation. I thought we had already trespassed by being inside the house. Um, great. Cool. We have you have yet. trespassed by being in the area, mm -hmm. but there seems to be something going on with the house. Gotcha. It's like a formal gate. Yeah, she's right past. Okay, right, because there's no trees entering the farm. Right. Drew, give me a um, dexterity athletics check. Ooh. I am a-okay with that. Also spending another willpower. <laughs> Just in case. Should be nine dice. There, I got one. <laughs> okay. Um, I think as you as you're looking and you're you're almost drawn in a little bit. Um, yep. there's definitely something going on there and you catch it at the last second as you go to take that like one foot's over and you go to take that next step and you see that like there is just the tip of a root like curling out like right over the toes of your boot and you manage to pull back away I think Cody even goes so far as, oh, excuse me, sorry, I didn't mean to. And like starts motioning, making big dramatic hand motions. So everybody else sees, yes, yes, the line, the line right here. <laughs> so then uh, we are in the homestead mm -hmm. and past the homestead is the withered grove. She's standing mm -hmm. outside the gate. We were mm -hmm. trying to leave, go home. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, I trespassed. Yeah. Right. Um, At this point, all of the Germans have disappeared. Yeah. Or been disappeared, <laughs> murderized. Mm -hmm. Got pulled into the tunnels. The trees are saprophyte. They're saprophytes. Saprophytic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, anyway, um, so uh, Stafford Quincy Jones uh, decides he's going to take a, a slightly different tact, and he says. It's not the first time in my life that someone has accused me of trespassing when I've done no wrong. Merely inadvertently been in a place I didn't know was off limits. So, I would like to know what you'd like from us. Because this encounter is going to resolve itself one or two ways. Uh, there's one way that I'd prefer it resolves, which is we can reach a understanding or accommodation Promise not to return to your withered grove, bending certain or barring certain specific circumstances, and go on our separate ways. The other, um, a certain companion of mine is uh, going to be quite excited, and uh, I don't think anyone here will be happy about that, including you. So, how about this? I understand that you likely don't accept honest ignorance as a justification for the slight against your land, but we can offer you an earnest apology and our genuine sentiment of respect and understanding that this is a sanctified area and you'd, preserve, you, you'd prefer to keep it intact in that state. So, 
How about we offer to leave and not return? Okay. Presence persuasion, persuasion uh, cool. minus four. All right, works for me. Also, earnest about this. Go ahead. Well, while while Ralph is rolling that, I just realized um, we all can see a house because it's there in twilight and it's a ghost. Mm -hmm. For everybody else from the external living side, it's just a big open field with a bunch of angry oh, trees. That's right. We might maybe just explain what's going on. Good point. We're taking it for granted. All right, it's been a willpower, so that's why the mon net modifier is minus one. So good. Hmm. There's a change in her pot in her posture. She steps up right to the edge of the property line. Mm -hmm. And I think Cody is still right there. And she almost <laughs> is like reaching out and then like touches almost a semi-solid sort of wall. Um I don't know what you are other than trespasser. You smell of death, but not the death of the forest, not the slow decay, not the ever churning systematic death of nature. So, explain what you are and why my grove cannot touch you. And we'll start from there. I think for this to have a piece of resolution, some people are going to have to get real cool with a lot of stuff real quick. Bedford <laughs> <laughs> says, I think that's a reasonable request. Uh, the first answer to your question of what we are is we are soldiers. We're in the employ of the British military. Uh, the second answer is we have all seen death ourselves and returned a new, different, changed. Uh, the specifics of that is something I'm sure none of us completely understand, some of us to different degrees, uh, but we are here because perhaps you can't see what we see behind us, which is something that lingers. A specter of a home, a homestead, that we were here to aid. And I imagine, uh, in a manner that might n not be that dissimilar from your relationship with the trees. We came to give it aid. We came to give it solace. We you came would to give, give it aid to an empty splotch of ground. I don't, I, Cody doesn't say anything, but looks over at Stefford and pulls his flask. <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, we have a creative solution to what seems to be a fundamental difference in perspective. 
I won't suggest it first. Let me first describe this. Uh, do you know of anyone in your life or your travels who is able to see ghosts? And he just continues and he says, Well, we are. And as such, we take it upon ourselves to to visit them and treat with them and engage them as the people or entities they might be. It just so happens that this place once held a home very dear to people, and as a result, it lingered. And it is in a state of confusion. It was destroyed by the same bombs that likely have wreaked havoc on your grove from time to time, by the same Germans who have trespassed on your land. And... That's not the only bombs that have blown it up, but sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But he's, he's referencing what might be a shared yeah, yeah. tie. So he's not going to uh-huh. say, hey, you know, the British and the Americans yeah, too, you. right? Just like there were the Germans. Well, not the Americans. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's right. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, but anyway, he's specifically referencing the, the mm-hmm. fact that there were German soldiers who just came. Um, so, anyway, he says, uh, this, this home was destroyed um, before it could reach a, a point of closure with what it was becoming and with the people it cared for and who cared for it. See, and we came. Sorry, so even in death, you remake yourself. In destruction, you become new. Yes. Some can. Some can. It seems death was not the end for us, as it is for some. Nor us. It. She looks over to um, Adelaide. Have you died before? Because I know that you aren't dead now. That is a hard question to answer. But answer me this. You are in my realm, but I am in yours. For the moment. It allows me to know things about y'all. What do you know? What do you see? I see the paths your trees take. I see. I see that you all are living you aren't like us we live in a way a new existence remade after destruction and do you see the one below 
I'm going to take a moment and sort of refocus my view and can I if look you, for something else? Uh, yeah. I don't know if this is actually something you can do after you roll the power, but I'm going to let I'm going to encourage you. Um, if you'd like to spend more plasm to make it bigger uh, and roll a perception check. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. I mean, it says that once you have established it, you can do any of the add-ons. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You just have Take to pay it. for them. Uh, so, how much more does it cost to make it bigger? Just... Uh, you can do two, and you'll definitely okay. have it in there. Oh, well, if I already spent two. Mm-hmm. It caps out at three at this level. Yeah, it caps out. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I have, you have, um, you have the second dot, right? two points, yeah. Yeah. So, I can spend four. Perception uh, is wits yeah. composure. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. <laughs> you still have perfect knowledge of the layout. Just based yeah. on how the power works itself. I won't take that from you. Um, I just don't see what she's yeah, asking about. Full, the full, I won't give you the full details, but obviously I'm going to move the plot forward. But um, um, yeah, you're... Um, you see these crazy series of tunnels um, and you realize that they form some sort of spiral. Um, Almost like a funnel. Uh, And that's somewhere deep below. uh, Down through the muck and the like where the bedrock should be. Um, there is a large room, empty space, um, and you hear and feel a heartbeat. Okay, well, I see something beneath. Is that what gives you life? Yes. As you might understand. Who were you before you were the priestess of the grove? Uh, okay. Um, she pulls up the deer mask and the hood back and you see the to think of the right words here um you see a woman's face that looks fairly similar to the girl that belongs to this farm alrighty um but she has been changed 
so it's tough to tell whether it might be her sister or her mother or an aunt but there, you, you get enough you, you recognize and you're good enough with faces especially with taking care of all your patients and stuff like that I think I can get this one without any sort of role um, she looks like familiar that, like, yeah right you put it together and with the farm like around you it, it seems fitting right um uh, but she has been changed. Her eyes are solidly black. Um, and there are uh, sort of thorns and and branches um, almost poking out of the skin. Um, and um, when she opens her mouth to speak you see this like um like a bed of moss instead of a tongue and and things like that before i was the priestess i was No one. But we have been here for a long, long time. Just gonna like look at the others, like ancient spirits under the earth, reawakening a dead or dying girl claiming those don't really claim so I don't know that you'd have that well no I mean I'm not talking about like yeah, yeah. as a mechanic just as like sure, sure, sure. So something has taken over her yeah yes something that is not a ghost has taken over her yep. yes correct yes we above the table would recognize this as a claim. Yes. Zephyrid looks at her and says, Do you share knowledge of the area? If you are a priestess, then you must be representing someone or some faith. The Withered Grove. And he nods and says, I would like to assume that the grove itself, just as the homestead we are here to aid, has knowledge. Knowledge of place, knowledge of history. So I would ask humbly if you in the grove could visit the history of this place to confirm what we've said that there was once a homestead here and it was robbed of its chance we know this ah. I forgot the girl's name Degrief is the last name. I don't remember the first name. Degrief, yeah. I don't remember her first name. 
Um, Yasmin. Yasmin. Yeah. Uh, Yasmin still lives, and she remembers. <laughs> she carries a part of this place with her. Good. It is well to hear that, and fitting that the DeGrief family all have ties to the land. Would you permit, as the DeGrief family agents leave for us? Yeah. <laughs> leave for us to leave. We can ensure, at least among our allies, that your withered grove is um, uh, untrespassed. Ah, but therein lies a problem. I do not punish the trespassers so that there will be no more. I punish them because we have need of them. I can probably ensure that there are many more people who may come this way. You would do this for me? Yeah, yeah, um, actually pretty wholeheartedly. It may take some time to enact, but yes. How long? I can put into motion my side of things uh, as soon as we return. I can set forth some orders and some directives um, and then it will rely on our um, well our enemies to make their counter move which will probably send many more men and like he points at a random like German helmet <laughs> that's still laying there it's like uh, may make their way through the withered grove Talking about sending German soldiers to this. Yes. I mean, is it any worse than killing them? I mean, it might be. (laughs) Stafford is is looking down. You would purposely lead men into... Not specific... Not, excuse me, not generally men, but... Those that have intent to harm me and my allies and those who are defending this land, yes. Name yourself, child of death, for you will be remembered as nearly as bloodthirsty as the one below. You may call me it that bleeds. Ain't 
no way I'm giving my name to some fey witch lady. <laughs> Y'all better know better. <laughs> what becomes of the ones you take below? You looked below, did you not? I saw something I couldn't fully I see. See it. And I felt a heartbeat. Like, huh. Good. You were close. And then she leans down and just touches the ground. And one of the trees like slides down, but the, the ground doesn't close back up after it and opens a, a, a bigger, longer path that's more of a straight shot down to it for you to see. Um not visually, but but with your boneyard. Um and you see a chamber. Um, that is roughly like like an elongated egg. It's more vertical than it is like full sphere. Um, and tied into roots with blight and moss and mushrooms and everything growing on them is this Call it a chrysalis, call it an egg, call it a womb. It is some of each of those things. Uh, and surrounding it, pressed down into basically the, the walls of the cavern in like crunched down layers are uh, bodies and bones and A collection. You're feeding it? Nourishing it? Yes. I think she's we just nourish eating. So that we may be strong for what comes. When will it be ready to emerge? We nourish ourselves as quickly as possible at this point. For death is on the wind always. And the days of quiet, careful growth are well behind us. This land was changed and we have changed with it you may leave children of death i will not drag you beneath the earth today and if we need to return again with yasmin soul scion of the degrief clan so that this homestead may finally receive its closure? We do not think that wise. Um, 
Adelaide, can you somewhere in all of this uh, find the remains of, and he points to the, in the ghost, in the twilight. Hi, I've story told this game before. Um, the sign, the DeGrief family sign, is that anywhere still around here to take back to her? Uh, I don't think I can find, like, physical things. It's more like living things. Are they alive or dead? Hmm. Too bad a degree family sign has not become a fungal mat. <laughs> Would she be in danger if she were to come back here? I think after after she had said that last bit while y'all turn and talk, like mm-hmm. maybe when, when no one's looking, you're not even sure if she lowers it or if it's just back. Yeah. But the, the deer skull and the hood are back and all who trespass in the withered grove belong to me. Understood. As a matter of course, I'd like to ask one last time, and I've understood everything you've said to the best of my ability. Are there any circumstances that can lead to one visiting the withering withered grove without trespassing? When the one below has been nourished, we shall have no more care whose tree treads on this land. Then would you escort us back through? You have no need of escort. You are not in danger of my trees. But I will not protect you again. Thank you for this consideration. And I'm ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Stefan says, I appreciate the courtesy. Yeah, Cody's ready to boogie. I should note that the poem that uh, Stafford wrote he, uh, when he was writing it, he was very carefully trying to remember it, and then he tore out the page and he placed it like right in the center of the hearth, where the hearth would have been for the homestead. Mm-hmm. Like, this is for the homestead. Do you bury it? Yeah, I bury it. Yeah. Cool. Hyper right, guys, cool. of course we bury it. <laughs> yeah, of course, makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at this point now, deep into the night. Um, you managed to trudge and sludge your way back. Um, is there anything else someone wanted to do this evening? Uh, Cody's got two things. He's going to do his normal little ritual to see a, if we can get some plasm back. He, you know, pour one out for anybody who was lost. Add in to that the degree family households <laughs> um, and um, then also give some uh, 
He's not going to give orders because he's technically a non-commissioned officer, but he's going to make some very strong suggestions of, listen, you just have to trust me. Just pull back and leave this weak spot here. Because uh, uh, Cody is A-OK -okay with a bunch of Germans. Uh, Wandering into it. <laughs> right. Um, and notably, for anybody who's like, oh, you're so terrible. Uh, I'm going to remind everybody that the hard charging ones that are ready for violence are going to be up front. And they're going to get got first and all the rest are going to go, whoa, hang on. Those are trees they're attacking. I'm not running in there. Um, and Darwin is going to do his thing. <laughs> Plus, yeah, how do I get Plasm back? Because I'm Rolo. This is why I tried to do my ritual, but last time it didn't work out. Um, so uh, for for other uses, uh, eat some of the grave goods that I carry around or nudge ghosts into spending essence to do manifestations and then eat the plasm from those manifestations. Yeah, that's real gross. Yep. That's why I have this ritual that did not work a, out for me. A ghost item, I guess. Hey, uh, well, McGee, can you give me some ghost slime? I need to slop it up. Feel better. You have a ghost hard tack. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, if anybody especially among the the sin eaters here would like to assist me in the ritual. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you need me to do? Composure plus empathy. Yep. That's why I have that high for that particular ritual. And of course, in line with the character. Um, yeah. In character, this is this is what Cody does every night with folks. Yep. Plus one. Plus three. Mm -hmm. You're getting in on this, Craig. Because I uh, there was a sure kind of head nod there. Um, but uh, yeah, because it's based on uh, essence and plasm, respectively equal to successes. So every success I can eke out of this. You said what's in composure? No, composure uh, plus composure empathy. empathy. Pardon, one at a time? Composure plus empathy. Okay. And I'll nope. spend willpower. So this is plus six. One, two. Yeah, OK. There we go. I don't believe there's anything exceptional for ceremonies. I think it just happens. Oh, we get a crew beat, technically. Oh, yeah, that is. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Where's where's this in the book? I'm trying to remember. Uh, this would be a memento mori. That's right. Thank you. Yes. So um, there is obviously uh, additional bonuses for other folks. Um, everybody, uh, you know, 
the soldiers and stuff who are involved gain a bonus equal to successes to any role related to dealing with the grief for the deceased, fear or despair of the afflictions of their own bodies, comforting each other, helping ghosts find resolution or resolving their own anchors. After each use, the uh, bonus decreases by one. Um, and the duration is until the bonus fades. So, um, yeah, this is really good. Yeah, it's a great one. But yes, for everybody, that's plus five plasma. Oh, yeah. That's good. I'm up at eight. Hmm? How many plasm are in the grave goods? Uh, one per uh, one size. Per yeah. Or one per size. Yeah. I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's the availability. I'm going to find it. So you got to sneak into a graveyard and scrape up that grave slime. Get out. It's just some nasty shit. Awesome. Get, get, get the grimy stuff. Okay, we're playing games about ghosts, all right? Come on now. Get down into the grime. Ain't glamorous vampires. It's, it's still gross. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want like another point of plasm. Yeah, I would reluctantly ask for a thing. Plus back. <laughs> sure. Uh, just kind of grimace as I eat it. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, Cody, you know, digs around at his twilight knapsack and pulls out, like, a shovel. <laughs> it's like... It's, uh, One shovel or, like, a trowel or... Yeah, just like yeah, the little entrenching tool, e-tool, you know, kind of thing, and just pass that over to you and be like, um, sure. And, like, keeps you company while you just... Eat it. I just have an awkward moment of looking at it. I was like, do I just yeah, or do I like try to like take it apart? And, and, and like looking at her and like because Cody is one hundred percent done this and been like, uh-huh. there's absolutely no glamorous way to eat a shovel, ma'am. Just <laughs> handle first, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just go like <laughs> like a like a corn candy cane. <laughs> yeah. And for that, I also get to restore all my willpower. So thank you, Ash. Um, I am back up. Full willpower, full plasma. Let's do this. I'm ready for day two. Mm -hmm. You're ready to get slimy. (laughs) Use the call. Turn into slug. I do have three dots now. Mm -hmm. I don't know that slugging into the hell mouth is the best (laughs) move. Now I can do it as a swarm of insects. Yes. That's what I've been waiting for. You right should have. become your own lack mate with yourself. Does that mean you can fly? Uh, that is a separate one, but yes. And a cheaper one. That's only two plasma. Well, then be termites. Mm-hmm. I get big, big spooky wings. And uh, of course, at that level of call, I inflict breaking points upon anybody who sees me. So <laughs> good shit. Yep. But hey, that's fine. You're not sure. Lose wisdom. <laughs> Correct. Also, Cody doesn't care. He's going to send Germans into the Withered Grove. Come on. If he scares them to death, breaks their minds before that, they go in the Withered Grove. That part I'm fine with. It's my guys, you know, to fly off and do like big spooky things, come back. <laughs> Who wants a drink? And be like, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's when you turn into a, a bunch of termites and crawl away. And then when you're behind their vision, that's when you turn into a big spooky thing. It's fine. They're like, well, you know, the first thing, that's not such a big deal. But if it flew 
I'd be really afraid. Um, so you all finish what you're doing up on the front lines and start charging your way back towards your, your barracks. And um, weary and probably a little on edge after everything that's happened this night, um, you make your way towards your, your bunks that are absolutely calling your name. Uh, except in the common area of the bunk of the uh, of your, your barracks um, is your night commander sitting and having a, a nice glass of port mm. but of course good evening soldiers night commander is this after the ritual? Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is fully probably four or five in the morning at this point. We are trying to fall asleep and <laughs> he's here. It's meeting time. And Dorothy guardedly nods. Is that all the uh, energy my night owls can muster for me this evening? We also day. have day jobs. I see. Working for me, yes. Still trapped in this mortal coil, we are subject to its weaknesses. Are you saying you wish to exit? Stefford isn't going to exit. But, you know. At some point, oh. though, yes. Oh, wait, wait, was that is that him saying that? I thought mm-hmm. it was you, Chris, saying that. Oh, it's him. No, okay, that's him. Gotcha. No, he gets this like big, like intense look. Like, oh, oh. oh you don't like being here. <laughs> are, you, are you asking me if I wish to die? Once again, and never return. I, I oh, it was an intriguing thought. We'd no, miss you, of course, what, but that's not what I meant. I see. It was merely referencing the fact that we retain limitations that we had before we went through what led us to being in your employ. And as such, yes, we are weary, weary in body and in spirit as a consequence of the many travails that happened today. I see. And which of these travails troubles you most? Ghost home inside of uh, a corpse consuming small uh, corpse consuming cops. Good, yeah. Corpse consuming corpse. Yes. Something like that. Hmm. There's a pinhole sized Avernian gate lined with teeth in the middle of the battlefield. Hmm. That is immune to dynamite. Oh, the dynamite made it bigger. But only a little bigger. Gee, you have been busy. It's been a day. Night. I thought it might. I thought it might have been. know anything about that? About which? The the gate. No. But a new Avernian gate. Don't mean to be crass, but there are a lot of dead men around here. They can't go through the one in town. 
Mm. The the guardian says it's closed from the other side. It's blocked. Well, that seems odd. Meanwhile, this one is itty-bitty. They can't pass through and is lying down on the job. And it's drawing them. They were sort of merging. Hmm. Mm -mm. Like a rat king. Ghosts? A rat king? What is a rat king? It is a phenomenon that occurs in certain cities with sewers wherein rats living in proximity will merge into one creature as a consequence of intertwined hails and an accumulation of muck is quite a horrid abomination but natural in origin yeah I guess they don't have that in my part of London Oh, I they certainly mm, do. Actually, probably not. Just under the likely deprived from the experience as a consequence of your relative affluence. <laughs> we learn something new every day. Indeed. You see him like writing down notes. This is as fascinating as this rat king may be. You're talking about some sort of ghost. Rat. Yes, as the ghosts superimpose, they become one shape, many hued, many voiced. Well, I guess you'll have to keep an eye on that. Will we? Sounds like the kind of thing that we're here to, to study, yes? My concern is that we're kind of seem to be playing catch up. Somebody closed the gate. Somebody created this artificial one. Somebody's trying to get these ghosts to merge. It seems like there's something behind it all. Separate motions. If they have done all these things, then they have hid themselves well. Not only do I have you all, but I have my other sources and spies and, and knowledge. You mean to say that the, the enemy has infiltrated or has done something to cause this to happen? My concern is that that's the case. Interesting. You obviously have someone working over there. Based on your reports of the um, ghastly creatures. Sorry, that was... I gave it my best. No need. Audible sigh from Dorothy. It's, it's late. We're not all at our best wits right now. It's always time for wood. Agreed. Is 
do you know of a way for us to get to the other side of the Avernian Gate in town? Hmm. Approaching from the other side. Trying to see what has it blocked. To see if we can at least unblock this one while we prepare to deal with whatever the other one is becoming. May reverse what the other one is doing. Not a bad idea. We'd need another graveyard, right? Honestly, I think we're we could make another graveyard with the number of corpses. Why would you put that in his head? What was that true? Oh, yeah. I said, why would you put that in his head? But whisper. I mean, they've already spilled over the walls of their current graveyard. It can also be non-ethereal substance to the creation of a new graveyard in times of grief. Fresh and clean new plots of land, new ornaments of sanctimony allow people to find novel satisfaction in fresh remembrance. The existing graveyard is kind of um, overgrowing itself. Hmm. You all bring up, I think, a very valid point. It seems a fitting expenditure of Project Persephone's resources to give back to the town that hosts us, does it not? Seems appropriate. Very well. You all get some rest. I'll have you your new graveyard soon. Wonderful. And he hops up like bright and chipper, but like a, a definite air of determination. Mm. Um, and he swings his uh, his cane down and the um, the sort of um, leaden skull at the top of it clicks on the heel of his boot um, and uh, he walks away off into the night it is extremely late you're all very tired. Uh, but you find that sleep comes very easily for you this night. And even though Beagle sound seemingly as your head is hitting the pillow, feel well rested and back to yourselves the next morning.
Um, you may double the benefits of a full night's sleep. Oh, wonderful. So, have yourself two, two willpowers. She was like, what the heck? I uh, just I got it all back. Healed these health boxes. Uh, what were they? Um, two lethal. From when the, the bombs got us. And the bomb, That's been like yeah. two days. The, the gas. The oh, gas yeah. corpus. Uh, As one you of said, the ghastly enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, y'all can spend plasm to heal. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, or to downgrade. Um, trying to find this here. Uh, plasmic healing can downgrade damage from lethal to bashing. Is that as it's incoming or just um, when when it is incoming damage, uh, you can bypass the uh, turn limit. Um, if it's spent later, then it has to follow the yeah. uh, multiple turn limit. Okay. How much is it to downgrade a lethal to a bashing? Uh, one per one. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll spend one. One of them would be healed, and then you can essentially heal the other one for free by, or for yeah, for I'm making it a bashing. It'll be fine yeah. in and a few minutes. Off. Yeah. Um. That's what I did wait. with that shovel. <laughs> Uh, when you wake in the morning, there is uh, like a um, fresh set of like uh, uniforms and um, stuff like that laid out for each of you. Um, mm-hmm. And um, laying on top of it is a nice, um, fresh, shiny canteen. Uh, which sloshes in a way that implies that it's not full of water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Little, little gooey sound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's got a little yeah. bit of a chunk to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's bacon jello. You've got a, you've got a ration yeah, of chunks of ham in there of two plasm. If, and when you wish to consume it each or there is each. a, okay. Each. Just gonna heavy sigh. I'm never going to be used to this. I mean, at least it like holds up the canteen and you know jiggles it at Adelaide. It's a lot easier than a shovel, though. Yeah, are there no canteens like... in your ghost bag? <laughs> you, you would have to, have to eat, eat the, the canteen. Suppose. <laughs> Um, um, before I that, I like want to rewind a little bit. Pate. Uh, before that, I want to rewind a little bit. I think, um, Cody, as you are waking up, um, it that bleeds is like crouched over top of you as sure. you sleep, like legs draped off to one side and like clawed hands like perched on opposite sides of your cot um 
I'm impressed. With what? Your, well, not actions last night, but the malice and Yes, they had it right. Bloodthirst that you displayed. You take it the wrong way, ghost. No urge to see men die. In there. Done that. A lot. But if foes are coming for me and for mine, then um, I would rather them die without risk of harm to me and mine. I would not want this upon any surrendered soldier. Say it how you wish and keep lying to yourself. But you'd rather see men die. Than have to give up your own. Yes. Then we are one step closer in understanding each other. Because soon you'll understand that that line of us and them, that circle, that group, is smaller than you imagine. And we will be fighting to keep ourselves going at the cost of whatever we must. I, I, I honestly don't know how he would actually respond to that. Um, I, yeah, no, I think he, he basically pushes back and no, no. You're stuck in a rut in your thinking. You can. Really not wanting to quote Stormlight here, but like I'm, I'm here and willing to fight to protect other people. Like. I will put myself on the line, uh, especially if it comes to creepy, animate ghosts. Well, I guess they weren't ghosts. Uh, withered tree things. I mean, I'll be honest. If I could walk over to enemy lines and tell them, hey, there's this area. You probably want to avoid it and we can starve that thing. And sure, somehow I don't think I will get a warm welcome or they will believe me. In fact, if I were to warn them, I would suspect that they would be more inclined to go visit the withered grove. So as such, fine. 
we will pull away from that space. We will leave it away. And if bloodthirsty soldiers or their commanders send people that way, then so be it. I am only responsible for my actions. Yes. Correct. And I pulled you out of that ditch to be able to prove to you that if you want to see the world, you're going to have to spill blood to do so. <laughs> like, and I think that is just a such a nonsensical thing to Cody. He's like, yeah, OK, I'm getting up <laughs> like I'm finding coffee. I'm done. <laughs> yep. Actually, he's really just. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's absolutely fucking with you. At the yeah, point, well, and right? he's, a, he's a guy. He's not exactly all there anyways. Uh, but no, uh, like immediately is like pivot turn. Cody getting up and looks over to Stafford and goes, Stafford, did I mention how much I loved your poem? <laughs> Just like get this thing away from me. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, now that I think about it, the poem was great. And that quick wit and silver tongue may have saved our lives. Now that I'm thinking about it and have had a night to sleep on it. Thank you. And you can see jagged shards like swirling in the background. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm not going to, of course, play jagged shards because that's your job, Chris. But I, I would imagine that jagged shards is probably expressing some feeling like um, it only didn't come to violence because Stafford did what he could do. Right. Like, <laughs> like. Gonna, we have an agreement. You talk, but the second it's a problem, <laughs> can't say no. <laughs> you want to take the easy route, sure. But uh, when it's my turn to play, you can't get mad about that. So yeah, Stafford, Steph um, in response to Cody's words, says, uh, "Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to intercede, and grateful that um, that she was receptive." I think um, I think Jagged Shards communicates a lot of what you what you said. There's definitely some some of that, but I think there's this underlying current of I have no need of a snack when that place shall become an entire meal. If you and your crew are actually going to aid that being, then there will only be more death and blood and destruction in the world. which I see as a benefit to us. Another opportunity for growth. Stafford decides he's going to say something a little more direct in Cody's company, because, you know, he's had these conversations mm -hmm. with Jagged Shards at this point, and 
with the degree of their synergy they despite their differing right. perspective they're not in, they're no longer at each other's throats right uh he turns to jagged shards and he says i suspect that growth may come in a manner you would prefer it doesn't because as the shards of your rage re-anneal they will become a mirror and you will see what you are now and I hope dearly that you do not respond with horror but instead with introspection and with a desire to grow in a way different than that you currently encourage. We shall see, poet. Um, from there, uh, Asher Craig, did y'all have anything y'all wanted to do in this scene? Um, quick on excuse me, Cody, if we can fill in. Or Dashie, do you have some go ahead? Uh, no, I was gonna say, like, I'm probably not, I'm definitely not, like, sharing a barrack with, uh, Cody and Stafford, so I'm just doing more your team getting up, probably going, going to work. Yeah, I'm thinking I'd catch up with Cody in the mess hall, or mess tent, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a men's and a women's barrack. And just kind of common rooms full, full of cots. You don't, you're... You're higher up, so you you've got some own, some some permanent space. That I wouldn't be surprised if, because of their rank, like, they have like yeah. a shared bedroom. <laughs> That's right, right exactly. Yeah. It's just two of them. Yeah. <laughs> also, who? Nobody really wants to bunk with them around. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes things just fall off of shelves, and there's weird sounds coming out of trunks, and yeah. It just kind of make people a little uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they give people the heebie jeebies. Yeah. You know, like, uh, mm -hmm. No thanks. Um, yeah, Craig, what were you thinking? Uh, over coffee, as we're having toaster and whatever passes for mystery meat breakfast. Cody, I. There was a time when I would have totally agreed that the other side, or they just need to all die. But my experience with the Lost Centurion has sort of broadened my horizons a little. Most of those guys over there are just soldiers, just doing what they're told. Cody! It's the leadership and those directing this war, those are the real problem. <laughs> I understand that we have to kill folks to save our guys and to protect our people. But beating soldiers to that thing seems a little extreme. Cody Cody leans over and, and, and looks Dorothy in the eyes and goes, Dorothy, do you remember why I died? Sorry, my memory isn't what it used to be. Because leadership left me and my platoon to die. Yeah, it is not the people. It is absolutely the commanders. And 
actually had this very interesting conversation this morning <laughs> about, no, if I could save the German soldiers, I would. And I am hoping that the first German soldiers to encounter the Withered Grove will quickly alert the rest that this is a place that they do not wish to travel. But the only way that I can communicate with the German commanders and warn them of a danger is by letting their German soldiers die. Whether it be by the Withered Grove or a bullet from his gun and like rattles his rifle or mine, there is going to be more death. I know that. I don't have the. I, I know you're not naive. Boy. Yeah. I'm just trying to resist painting them all as the same. Like he and like Cody pulls his like British coat back and like he's got like a foreign legionnaire like mm. shirt that he still wears or something. And like, no, <laughs> trust me, I'm very aware. Uh, and we we are numbers. I just want to get that off my chest. Thank you. No, I understand. As the conversation comes to a lull and uh, Stafford and Adelaide make their way into the the mess area, um, there is a small note on the table. Did, did you notice that there before? I just, when it's here, it's here. I hate it when he does that. Uh, it just says, come and see my handiwork. Oh, Lord. See, that sounds bad. Like it sounds it, like it Ozymandias, right? Had me a little f- ominously worried last night when he was talking that way, but Let's go see what Zaya. he has brought. Oh, that is. Cool. And we'll find out when we get back from a break. All right. Um, YouTube, you won't even notice. Twitch guys will be back in just a little bit. Uh, we're going to go feed and water ourselves. And, uh, I have my blanket. It got moved and I'm so cold. <laughs> oh, no. Don't be cold. What's what's that? Um, cold? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. is We have temperature ranges here. Not like Craig does, but. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll be back in just a sec. And I am looking for some actions, but uh, when we left off, y'all had just got a note saying, come see my handiwork. Um, and as you make your way, we'll just cut to town, essentially. I um, invite you to my tombs. <laughs> uh, and there is a. Um, a little bit further out of town. Um, um, you find uh, a procession leaving a stacked stone um, area that was not there before. Um, and um, 
there is a uh, small signs and stuff like that, and um, like right at the the gate of this very uh, for now small cemetery um, is uh, standing your knight commander, um, and uh, he waves at you and looks very solemn, all in black. Uh, granted, he's usually all in black, but um, looks extra f funereal today um, in different clothes than he was when you saw him hours ago. Um, and he said, it turns out that Ypres has never had a Jewish cemetery. Uh, and seeing as uh, there are um, those of the Jewish faith, faith fighting for uh, kings and countries here alongside their Christian brethren uh, it seems fitting to have a place for them to be buried in their own rights you have done a kind thing and I'm also I have done something for my own purposes which has the same semblance of being kind at least he's and, self-aware. But we have our Iranian gate. Does this one open? I have not attempted to. And not to put Chris on the spot too much. Well, actually, no, I know exactly what this whoever is buried here is going to look like. Going to look like a British soldier. <laughs> French soldier, but yes. Yeah. Perhaps it gives us the opportunity we so requested. Can the ghosts go through it at least? He he hasn't interacted with it. Okay. Well, yeah. He has made it for you to go do this thing that you said you were possibly interested in doing. And pretty much at that point is like Alright, bye. Yeah. I, before, I have before he leaves, mm -hmm. Stafford says. Hmm. I also want to compliment you on your attire and demeanor, which is so appropriately morose. Ralph. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Jones. Even if that was more Ralph Quincy. <laughs> Talked about the wordplay earlier. Yeah. yeah. That's but he hasn't told you anything about... And Stafford doesn't know anything about more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's why there was the emphasis on the second syllable. Right. Fair enough. I just... I, I want you to know I see what you're doing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I know I'm not getting a pun past you. You're I receptive know. to the puns. I know. <laughs> um, um, so let's crack the seal on this and see what's on the other side. Yeah, um, I'm just going to go check it out and see like if ghosts are still being drawn to the battlefield or if they can use this one. Uh, you quickly find a 
a stacked stone archway um like stacked blocks neat orderly with a big keystone at the top marking the year 1916 um, or well I don't know the conversion but it would be according to the Jewish calendar yeah absolutely um and uh there is a um a ghost of a soldier um clearly of of a time and place here um but has become something more uh standing in front of the gate which is um like rounded leaden bars mm. um, with if you look closely there are like almost like grip points mm. they look like they have been pulled like taffy mm. and placed in place on the skate to form it Well, we can wait for a ghost who's ready to move on to show up, or um, we can try and open it ourselves. I vote for that. Mm -hmm. Before we enter, have any of you thoughtfully navigated that which lies beyond? Nope. I think we've established none of you have been below yeah I yeah remember if stefford has had a direct conversation with anyone to confirm that right is it safe to open it up on our own should we wait for a ghost to go through it we've seen them open before when ghosts go through guaranteed we at some point have seen them open um yeah we're concerned with I guess opening it unnaturally, but not. sure. Why not speak with the guardian? Right. That's that's uh, Cody's idea of seeing if the guardian Geist has any idea how to pick open this one specifically. Uh, notably, because as the night commander pointed out, this is a Jewish graveyard. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Cody, you know, goes to speak with, oh yeah, that's right. It's a French soldier. Uh, so in French, in his broken, well, I, I guess I have the merit dot, so I guess it's not terribly broken, but no, likely not at all. I mean, you're a French foreign legion. You can probably yeah. speak passable French. Yeah. Probably got an accent, but yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure all sorts of gonjour. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Cody goes forward, you know, if nobody else is stepping forward and, uh, you know, goes to greet the greet the ghost. Um, and 
to not put Chris completely on the spot, just, you know, pretty simply asked to understand. Um, how do how do you mourn the loss of your people? What is appropriate? Um, we have our rights and our traditions, but they are not the ones that opened the gate. Hmm. By blood or by key, the gate shall open. Or by blood, by coin, or by key. Uh, and out of character, there are systems for opening gates. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's actually what I was leaning on. So I want to double check where you're going with this, because the key is to get. Do up. We know how to do this. Yeah. I think you would understand how to do them. Um, So you can sacrifice, you can make sacrifice. Um, just called bloody handed payment, mm-hmm. um, which is um, tricking the tricking the gate, the gate into opening, thinking that someone has died nearby. Or you can pick the lock um, using one of your keys. Uh, mm-hmm. No, because okay. that's specifically it's the that's that's actually why I was asking because it's based on your method of mourning you don't actually use a key with a capital K hmm. that's for crossing back from the dead side you can actually use the key capital K hmm. okay I am A-OK just using one of my keys instead. But I was just trying to... I was putting the two together and saying, like, in general, to to feel that grief, you're probably going to need to lean into a key to really get down into what what death is, right? Sure. In in one way or another. So, because it's attribute attribute plus occult is the pool to roll. Oh, and then using the key... Attributes. Yeah, so I okay. figured if you're gonna use the, if you're gonna pick something you're already good at doing, it's gonna be one of the keys that you already picked because you're good at doing those things. So it's like that's why I was sort of putting it together. I did that just for more flavor and stuff. But yeah, from from the other side, you can sort of just actually unlock with a key and suffer that doom to get back. From this side, it's a little different. Okay, no, I'm I'm totally cool with that. I just wanted to make sure we we're on the same page. Um, so for Cody's keys, um, oh, they're the same. So that's fine. Uh, that works out. Um, so he'll lean into his kind of innate key for composure plus a cult. How are you mourning? Um, especially leaning into the composure thing. I, I think this is, he's he's getting real uh, 
real British with it uh, um, and just having have it a sit um, and uh, because I'm slightly meta here, actually going to think on and mourn any number of soldiers that he knows um, and just have a moment of just like quiet reflection just over their life and, you know, the the jokes that we shared together and some stuff like that and just be like, yeah, it's kind of a bummer that, you know, insert <laughs> private so-and-so uh, sure. is gone. There's a lot of them, especially considering that's kind of Cody's thing is knowing these soldiers. Sure. Uh, make a roll. Okay. Uh, composure, occult, uh... And mourning an actual death is a plus three modifier to this. Oh, you know, I'll skip on the willpower then. Is this a one success kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Exceptionally matters in that if you got it, it would make the ritual you just performed a mm-hmm. key for the gate. A new key. Permanently. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotta need that way. Yep. Gotta you trick it here. so good it believes it forever. Yep. <laughs> oh, um, so I've described a bit of a not quite a full like Rick and Morty green portal, but like <laughs> something along those lines of like a very like ectoplasmic shimmer separating this world and the underworld. Um, something you really have to like I think especially with y'all I don't know that a ghost would feel it right but with y'all still being alive-ish it is this very like pushing through honey sort of Mm. situation Uh, provided you're entering Oh yeah, I mean that's Cody's touchdown. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just following behind because I, I really want to see what's on the other side. I'm nervous, mm-hmm. but interested. New experiences lead to new poetic insights. Um. Er. No, our ghosts just stay within us even when we're in the underworld. They don't suddenly manifest. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Yep. Uh, I think they're they're more obvious on the underworld side. Um, but they're not like fully manifested physically. Um, just kind of overlay. Un- yeah. They're just, I mean, they're just more obvious. I think um, you all see each other's ghosts in the underworld and stuff like that. There's less of that choice to reveal yourself or stay hidden sort of thing. Mm. Um, mm. Um, so you cross through, again, this sort of very strange experience of like pushing through this, this honey-thick ectoplasm uh, barrier, almost. And uh, your heels of your boots click down on solid fresh stone um matching the same uh sort of cut block uh masonry of the arch outside 
which yards down into this square rectangular tunnel starts to become irregular. Um, the lines start getting going crooked. Um, eventually, sort of the the bricks stretching and twisting, and one brick where it might have been a you know a one by one is now stretched out several feet and wrapping up around onto the the wall, um, and it gets tighter. It and one moment, and then there's a turn. And you see no further current. Um, and Cody pulls out <laughs> a torch, but uh, which case I actually made a flashlight. Um, and says, um, "Follow me." That is. And uh, heads All down. Right. So, uh, there are three ways to navigate in the underworld. Sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a fourth, but it would not currently apply because you're not hunting on a specific ghost. Uh, so you can't do the navigation by key. So you can uh, navigate by architecture. Mm. Um, which is going to be... Uh, intelligence plus academics um, to sort of keep track of how the structure of the underworld is looking to be able to navigate to where you're going. Oh, right, because regions Just match. Just like mapping it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, sort of mapping, more like paying attention to how it changes and, and what the what the area you're headed to should be like you've seen the other side of it or whatever you know what the, the right. town you're headed to or whatever is. we don't want something that um, starts to look Japanese we want to stick right. to okay um, you can navigate by society by talking to ghosts you encounter as you travel um, and knowing the cultures in an area and um, um, so yeah, knowing the cultures in an area knowing other cultures older cultures and even how modern cultures existed in pre-modern times gives one a rough map to steer by better yet it lets uh, one blend lets one take advantage of ancient rules of reciprocity even in the underworld uh, vicious and draining though it is people are still people um, could be any number of skills including empathy persuasion intimidation uh, but involves finding ghosts and talking to them and getting directions one way or another um, and then there's navigating by instinct, um, which is you explain some some way you're instinctually navigating. Um, sell me a dice pool roll, uh, but there are a lot more modifiers and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just read it. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a big pile of. Where is this? You ain't never been there. On page two hundred one and two hundred two. Suggested modifiers. Very top one. First time in the underworld. Minus yep. five. Oh yeah, it's a good one. It's like, come on now. Your instincts are not owned. So, they don't even have I an edge. To know who is leading the navigation. The torchbearer. 
As I say, out of character, I will mention Cody is fine leading and he will definitely navigate by society because he will find people and he will go chat with them. Um, but yeah, if, I think that's our, probably our best bet to get around in here. Yeah. Um, are we in the upper reaches? Mm-hmm. So uh, Stafford has an athletics and intelligence pool of four, which, you know, could boost to seven with uh, willpower. Did you mean you academics? Navigate academics? Sorry, what did I say? Athletics. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I mean academics. Yes. I, I am absolutely okay yielding the floor to... You try that? Yeah. It's up to you. I'm just mentioning that as an option, right? Mm-hmm. In case you're deciding that based on what your pool is. You by me? Oh, I'm good with That's that. That's five before the willpower. So. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'll do that. And then if that doesn't work, well, hey, we're confused. And then we have interesting things happen when we talk to people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, I will make a roll. Let's go back. It's funny because my athletics is also two. Oh. <laughs> so the pool is the same. But yeah, I, I meant to say academics. I do like the idea of an athletics intelligence role. Yeah. <laughs> Teaching sports. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or like, like rock climbing. Like oh. how smartly can mm-hmm. you find the path? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that would work there too. All right. This should be the right pool. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> At least it wasn't just me today. Thanks, Ralph. Oh, wait, wait. I forgot the plus one. Let's see what happens on that die. It's oh, probably not going to be. From the upper reaches. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I forgot that. Eight. Nope. So, ask the rough. question, Chris. <laughs> I want to ask make that of character. Failure. I think the bad things can happen. I know Chris is going to be interesting, right? I'm in favor of the interesting stuff. But if everyone's cool with it, definitely dramatic failures. Our first it's time our... in the underworld. Exactly. Yeah, I like the idea of this is our first time stepping in here and. None of course of we're going to get prepared. lost. Yeah. yeah. I-, I can handle this. I, I know architecture. Yeah, we're fine. fine. Yeah. We're half ghost. It'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> I think you get really set up on these bricks. And you get to like following the the way they twist around. Mm. And then they there's like one path of them that you follow. And you get a little deeper down. And the... The the world above is still reflected here well as the 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 caverns that you enter are filled with muck and bones and they're not actually bones, but there is it's like that um you you've walked into a cave and that like crunch of a leftover skeleton that perhaps something has feasted on before, right? Um, and you, you think Stafford solidly leans into his, his smarts and that, that, that sort of, um, the bit of self-assuredness that he's displayed, right? Um, not overly so, not like 
in an uh, um, unearned way, but he's he's learned enough to to feel that he knows things about the world. Um, and you solidly make a choice, like yes, this this feels right. This this looks right. This is this is the direction that it must be, and you're almost you feel very sure as the as the path then begins to slope up you've been going down for a while and the path slopes up and um, you make your way up into a uh, around a corner and into a big rounded um, cavern um, with a um A small pool, I guess you would call it. Um, there is water lapping in waves, even though this pool is only 30, 40 feet across. But that that sort of... Um, if you've been to, like, a big mountain lake where there's enough room for, like, the wind to get going across it and there's yeah. still that, mm-hmm. that, that push and pull and that... Yeah, that, wave formations. Yeah. There's, it, they're not big like waves you could like surf on or whatever, but mm-hmm. there is a lapping at the shore, right? Yeah. Um, and for some reason, it, it draws your attention, um, and um, the path forward you think is on the other side of this lake. Mm. Um. And as you sort of confidently take that first step into the water, um, something sort of floats up to the surface. Um, and it is this big bloated skull, or not skull, a big bloated head um, with like cataract filled, like. Um, waterlogged eyes um, that stare blankly and the the mottled skin is starting to peel in a few places um, with with long hair attached in some places but but floating off in strands behind it uh, and it sort of bobs closer and closer to towards you um, I should say this thing is large mm. um, does it look like a human head it is in the shape of a human head it is the size of like a boulder wow um, and uh, as you sort of stare in horror for a second the, the the bridge of the nose and the mouth come up to the edge of the water and you see a flash or a glint off the the torches that you have off of this like black titan um and there is a a scrambling and a clacking you're now hearing uh, as this thing now comes charging towards you um and there is essentially as it comes up out of the water there is a like Picture a, a hermit crab using a skull as its shell. 
Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Love it. Um, let's roll initiative. Oh no. Is a ghost crab? I, I, I'm not going to call this thing a crab. Crabs are wholesome little creatures. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure they are. That is. <laughs> oh, I should click the actual initiative button. There we go. Ooh, yeah, that's a good roll. Oh, look at that. Ash with a 13. 13, 12, 12, 10. All right. I'll bring up the rear. Don't worry, guys. I got this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Adelaide. And we won't make this like a whole extended thing. This will be everyone just sort of tell me what you're doing to handle it yeah makes sense to escape or to harm it to delay it to whatever. um yeah i want to try to scare it away okay so my first thought was going to be to just like i'm hesitant to spend more stuff but you can always use a key He does some stuff. And it doesn't cost plasma, right? Plasma? Gives you plasma. You get equal to your attribute. Yep. Trying to decide if my keys are work here. All the keys work. And always be used. Sometimes it can be used without consequence. Which ones do you have? Uh, the key of chance and the key of cold wind. Um, can I, like, turn on Marionette and just try to drop, like, a ceiling brick on it? Sure. Like that. And I guess I'm, I'm using the chance, because it's just, like, a... Yeah. I mean, it's not a random thing I'm doing it, but it, it appears to be, I guess. I think the situation is probably resonant, because you, you got lost here by chance. This... There was a... A choice of directions that could have gone any any number of uh, any number of ways that led yeah. you here. So many things clicked. Uh, does it give a modifier, or does it just make it free? Oh, uh, you get to add um, your decks. Yeah. So it should be synergy plus marionette plus dex being rolled. Nice spinnable power. Got two successes. There you go. Um, so the key is resonant, so you don't have to worry about the doom. Um, and you get three free plasm to put towards it. And yeah, I'm just going to try to grab one of the bricks and sling it at it just as a throw a rocket like an animal that is coming to bother you. Get. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, just looking at this thing. Is the crab a ghost? The, it's in the underworld, so... The whole thing is one entity. So the head isn't a shell that's living in, actually. It's all one thing. Basically, I'm trying to figure out if this is a ghost of a animal or if it is some other sort of an entity that lives down here. No, it is It is a solidly chthonic entity. Okay. You would recognize that immediately. This is not the ghost of a being in some way that you would normally recognize one. Yeah, this is an, an underworld creature. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, just flinging at it. Uh, does it do how do I roll damage on it? Tng uh, uh, Marionette and Dexterity. Oh, did I just roll that again? Uh, trying to find the thingy. Yeah, Sin Eater rolls Synergy plus Marionette anytime needs to roll an action uh, with the puppeteered target. And when you use the key to open something, you get to keep using it. Really? For all Synergy actions? I mean, for all actions with the Haunt? Mm -hmm. Okay, does that cover... All right. Okay, so I rolled to activate. Now I rolled to th I'm rolling to throw the thing. I'm trying. Where did you see that, Drew? Uh, which part? The part that you quoted. The attacking with? Yeah. Uh, top of 109. Then I'm trying to find the bit okay. about using, continuing to use the key. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Um, yeah, so for what it's worth, this thing, you crash down a, a stalagmite out of the top of this cavern, um, almost like a, a lasso of, uh, of ectoplasm reaching out to it, towards it to, to rip the, um, um, stalag, or slag tight, I should say, right? Tight, tight is up top. Yeah, see, see, feeling, see ground. Tight to the ceiling, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I got you, Nadir. Um. Um, and it, it cracks off but doesn't fall because you're still puppeting it and then you just like pull that string not necessarily physically pull it but mentally with the, the strength of the bound um, and like launch this uh, down into sort of the top of the skull it makes kind of a sickly impact it was, it was damp and squishy yeah yeah um, and it blacks and rears back, and there's this uh, otherworldly screech. Can I yell at it? Yeah, I mean, so the the goal is like you, you did some damage, but you have your goal was to scare it off, right? That was yeah. you went into this, so it is it is defensive now and and looking around and. Um, okay. The eyes in the top of the skull, even though they don't seem like they see, are now like wiggling around independently, trying to 
see if anything else might be falling on it or something like that. Um, who's that? There's twelves. Either Dorothy or Stafford. Stafford. All right. Well, um, Stafford has an arrangement with Jagged Shards of Silver Censure. When it's his time to shine, he <laughs> Stafford can't stand in the way. This is an unexpected, violent circumstance. So, um, immediately, uh, Stafford leans into the key of blood, seating not control, but um, uh, let's say uh, executive management to jagged shards of silver censure, uh, and uh, immediately dumps all of that plasm into rage. And you see the swirling maelstrom intensify, and you hear a horrid, discordant scream utter out of uh, Stafford and Jagged Shards, and he makes an unarmed attack uh, using the second enhancement so that it can go out to to 30 yards. Makes, roll uh, first, but yeah. What'd you say? Oh, yeah, unlock. That's right. I got unlock me. Successfully unlock. That's right. Oh, and that's an instant action. That's right. So I unlock the haunt. That's you're, what I do. For you're you're going to do this and make an attack. No problem. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks. Because this is, we're going to make this a one round combat. I just want to see oh, okay. what you Fantastic. do. And... Thanks a lot. All right. Clip the rage. Synergy. Presence. All right. Exceptional success. Fantastic. What, uh, what key was that? The key oh. of blood. Right. And I think it was pretty resonant here, but oh, still. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially with your actions pushing it to be more out of control. Makes sense. All right, sweet. Uh, and then, yes, he would make an unarmed attack. Uh, what is the crab's defense? Uh, its defense is five. Five? Okay. And uh, is it it's true that we continue adding the the key? I post it in mm-hmm. Discord. Great. So Stafford's at a minus one. And he gets two successes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It is a minus one taking into account the addition of um, the key attribute. So he's at a net minus one. Uh, and that's two successes plus the plasm and rage. That's uh, six damage. Lethal. Yeah, this is the, the range. Yes, attack. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has so shards of shards of blood spackled glass. Yes, exactly. Punched out through the air and tearing into the both the chitin and the skin of this thing. It howls and yeah, pain and um, it is now it's I think fully a, a you know a, one of its in that very like hermit crab way where it's got many many legs. Oh all, yeah, totally. all together crawling withdrawn out. Yeah, yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah, it, well, not really not fun. withdrawn, but like as it's sort of come out some, right? Okay. Um, yeah. But it's all its legs are still like sort of front facing, but it's oh, got yeah. a lot more than six or eight or however many cards. <laughs> um, um, and a few of those have like sloughed off in a hmm. sort of wet ectoplasmic, just not not. You know, 
blood or, or, or violence like that, but in a sort of just disconnection of no longer being a part of this thing. Um, Dorothy. Um, Dorothy's not a much of a fighter, but can I create an opening for Cody? And do any any action you think is good here to right. not necessarily to defeat this thing, but to to get past it or to get around it or Yeah, um I'm just gonna try and give Cody an advantage. So like just sort of run at it as a feint. Okay. Um to try and get its attention on me and maybe give Cody an opening. Sure. I don't know. This is Dorothy's not really a fighter, so yeah, pitch me a pitch me a sort of role you're going for. Um, how about a manipulation weaponry? Sure. Yeah, I dig that. Less to to damage it, more to distract know, it, and yeah, get it in the side a little bit and mm -hmm. peel it around, and yeah, cool. I like that. Hey, look at that! Whoa! Yeah, you can. Uh, Add three to whatever you're doing there. Next oh, okay. <laughs> Don't know if it'll necessarily apply, but we'll see. Um, but uh, I, uh, if 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 its attention being on Dorothy is at all helpful to what you are doing, then mm -hmm. yes, it is a bonus to a jaw action. And just for flavor, Dorothy's doing like the ease model ah, thing. <laughs> just become a big target, and um, I think you have to like wade out into the water close to it, right? Because you're, you're trying to, like, spin it away from the shore, and um, it's going to be perhaps a dangerous situation to be in here in a little bit, but, you know, we'll see. That's right. Speaking of which... Mm-hmm. So, unlocking call with... Well, no, speaking oh. of which, <gasps> it's, it's turn... <laughs> Oh, oh god, I'm way at the bottom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I rolled a ten on the, on the right. On yeah, the I should have. I should have thought a, that through. Yeah. Plus one. <laughs> um. Uh. It uh, I think it kind of pulls back inside, and then there's this this chitinous scraping against like the 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 inside of the jaw of this skull and it's sort of stretching out in a different way and all of a sudden instead of the, the face and small legs this one big claw comes out and um, Dorothy what's your defense? Hmm. Uh, oh. A lot. <laughs> one. No Good deal. Oh no. boy. Where am I distracting it? Maybe it chewing on me. So <laughs> the plasma's for. I saw the 46 and panicked. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, hang on. That's it's not that kind of system. <laughs> I mean, it's three. It's right. three successes. Um, so um, if you would. <clears throat> you need to reroll the 10, sir. True. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> Four. I'm really sorry, Craig. 
Uh, Craig, if you would please take four lethal damage. Does defense take Does one defense off? Defense does not, yeah. Defense what? is a dice penalty to the attack. Yeah, okay. already took a dice penalty. Okay. Armor degrades from damage. Four lethal. Good. Good. Now you can spend four plasm right now to move them all down to Ashen. Oh, you do it instantaneously as a reflexive action. Okay. Yep. This is the only time that bypasses the plasm per turn thing. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, okay. yeah, this thing reaches out with a big... And the... I think up close you see, like, the the chitin of this thing is... Um, it has those, like... Um, is, it, is it the cleavage? Is that the right term? Of obsidian? Where it, where it breaks off and forms like the the sharp points and stuff oh. like that. Oh, um, gotcha. Um, yeah, it seems this thing. It, it when looks you're like obsidian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that that's that's if if Dorothy's ever seen that like an obsidian arrowhead, it's almost like that. Every edge is is sharp and almost carved. Okay. Um, and this claw reaches out and just sort of crushes around your waist. And there's a um, sort of just eruption of plasm. Yeah. <laughs> Throws up a shield, shelter, um, shelter. Yeah. Just sorts of, just sort of feel it squeezing and damaging the the muscles rather than cracking and breaking ribs. Um, as um, I think, the way that everyone sees this is, uh, is uh, shit. You just lost your your guy's name. Um, Centurion, like hunker down, like shield ahead of you, sort of, sort of vibe. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. Cody. So yes, <clears throat> key of blood. Um, to yes, um, and calling on him and be like, I know we had an argument earlier, but but um, <laughs> uh, things have escalated, um. And I have three dots in call now. Uh, and you do that, or are you gonna unleash? Oh no! Oh no! 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 <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> um, Let me get out. Let I was just out. saying. Um, but uh, no, we're we're, we're gonna join forces. That bleeds. Um, and uh, oh yeah, roll first. Um, but um, spend willpower. So I really want, really want that exceptional. Okay, that's fine. Fine. Um, that gets me three plasm. Um, from the key itself. From the key. Yep. And then I'm spending an additional. Uh. One, two. Oh wait, no, I can do that later anyways. Uh if I need to. Okay. I have to keep reminding myself I don't have to spend all my enhancements up front. Mm-hmm. So um but yeah, to start with, I'm spending one of my own plasm for exude uh the call, which gives me two charges now. Oh. Um and then the three free stuff to give myself big scary fuck off armor. Um and then, uh, well, charging in with my bayonet. 
Originally, I was just going to shoot, but somebody went into the melee. <laughs> uh, uh, this thing has currently no defense. Oh, right, because it's already been attacked. Um, okay. And... Do you lose all of your defense when you... Oh, sorry. No. Um, I think it's minus one, right, to it? Minus so one. Yeah, I was thinking I mixed up my initiative and my defense penalty. Uh, yes, the defense of four. Uncheck all the right stuff. Weaponry. All right, because like I said it was five before, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's okay. what um, Stafford went against. Yep. Making sure. And I'm going to spend one of those charges, leaving me with one more to use. Probably. Uh, it that bleeds his power for the attack. So that's five instead of uh, the normal strength. Yes. That's plus three, minus four for defense. Okay. So net total of minus one. One success with the bayonet, which just does one. Uh, Oh, excuse me. Let me roll three additional dice because uh, Dorothy did put herself in. <laughs> Craig yep. nodding at me like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Nope. Rip. Well. Um, yeah, in the interest of uh, time and pace of story. I guess I'll really roll, do one round of full combat. Um, yeah, you come up and I think just sort of through like the crown of the skull from behind, just like ram your bayonet in and the the gun goes further in. Yeah, that the skull kind of just crumples under that impact. And there's a lot of squishy and like uh, a real gross amount of like water and muck comes out at you. Um, this thing. Open your mouth to drink it. Game back plasma. Blah. No. <laughs> and push the hell out of your guys. It's only uh, if you eat the whole not, thing. It's, it's, it's yeah. not dead. Um, but I just meant the splashing plasma. Yeah, 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 it's not plasma. It's it like slimy in your mouth. It, it's just, it's just. just it's actual beast slime. Yeah, Cthulian yeah. ichor. Yeah. That's too bad. It's it's some of the water that it has absorbed mixed with all. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. gotcha. I would suggest not drinking it. Um, <laughs> all right. I think our guys suggest not drinking it. They're like guys, we've <laughs> uh, done that once. You do not want to try that. Anyways, but this thing screams more than it has before, and it it lets go of uh, Dorothy and um, it. Dorothy sees it just like shoot back up inside the jaw, and the jaw close. Um, oh, cool! The jaw, the skull. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome! Um, it it has sort an, of... the, the skull is an intact mandible, and so it's yeah. coming out through the mouth. Of... Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, was that not clear? No, it wasn't. I, I just thought it was okay. coming out the, the yeah the top. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's even Hashtag more evocative. I didn't, I didn't catch that. First. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I absolutely. Like, yeah, because I said that, like the nose and the mouth come up above, and then you yeah. Yeah, that makes complete sense. It's just for some reason yeah. I thought the chin wasn't there. I thought the rest of it was, and we were going to see part of a skull. And then if it came you, with the crab, and it's like, oh my god. If you scroll back through 
Abaddon, the guy that uh -huh. does uh, um, Kill Six Million Demons and Icon, he posted something that is a, a, a demon that he drew up for Icon. Uh, and it is essentially this thing. And I'm like, I'm absolutely putting that in the underworld. <laughs> this is terrible. It's a fucking awful hermit crab coming out of a like bloated skull. It's like, yeah, that's, that's great. That's uh, fantastic. Pull the curtain aside a little bit. Um, but the uh, and just this like really awkward, gross bobbing uh, as the skull is like sealed itself up. And um, this thing just like flips end over end through the waves oh, and like man. drops back below the surface. Ooh, shit. Are you okay, Dorothy? Yeah. And folks to the century and just thank you. You're far better at this kind of thing than I am. Uh, for together. For narrative purposes, I'm going to point out that call lasts as long as I still have charges. So, mm -hmm. yep, <laughs> we're walking around in armor for the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of our time down here. <laughs> if that bleeds you into me, buddy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, from there. Um, Someone else wants to try navigating. Probably a good idea. Yeah, Stafford uh, at, at that point says, perhaps I'm not the best guide in these circumstances. We can ask for directions, but... Yeah, so navigate socially. It would be empathy and what? Um, I think it's a make it up yourself, right? Yeah, action yeah, is just dice will varies, so... Yep. They, they suggest empathy, persuasion, intimidation, or subterfuge. Um, this is going to be at a minus two because it's sparsely populated in this region. Well, I can give uh, empathy wits a try. Like, I've got three dots in empathy and three in wits and presence. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, you guys can help, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, who's the best at the talking, yeah. and then the rest of us can assist. I think for this. Back, Stephen has eight dice to Wits and Empathy, but he's not doing it, right? Because we're shifting to another. <laughs> and I think because Rage lasts a while too, right? No, it's after the scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. well, Cody's. for Stafford, he does <laughs> not true. have to persist. <laughs> With jagged shards swirling around, trying to destroy things forever. Yeah, Cody's just looming in the background <laughs> at this point. All right, so Dorothy gives us a plus two. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, I forgot the minus two, but yeah, it's oh, yeah. a five without that. I think. Look at that. <laughs> Got four tens. Yeah, it's a five without the last two dice. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Four. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Really exceptional. Um, you gain the connected. Uh, 
Oh, it's persistent. Looking up what that means. Your character has made inroads with a specific group. While he has this condition, uh, let's switch pronouns. She gets a plus two to all roles relating to that group. Alternatively, she can shed this condition to gain an automatic one time exceptional success on the next roll to influence or otherwise take advantage of that group. Uh, once connected, blah, blah, blah. So this okay. will apply to essentially to the, 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 the dead of Ypres, right? Okay, sounds good. Um, uh, but yeah. you, you make your way. Um, Stafford almost had it right. Um, in that instead of crossing the water, you should have gone to that little hole in the wall over there. Um, I and like that. you That's make your great. way. Yeah, you make your way. Uh, conversely, downhill a bit. Um, and you find a rock slide blocking the tunnel um, well <laughs> should we get to work I'm gonna I'm spend some plasm <laughs> and yeah, I'm trying to see how long marionette lasts I think it's indicated by the condition right because it's and guys, it's all based on the conditions. So mm -hmm. you look at the condition, the conditions for Marionette says it resolves or it ends at the end of the scene. Right. Because mm -hmm. Marionette is on the resolves. target. So it's yeah. not on Adelaide. So it was on the um, stalactite. I, I don't mind. I'm not going to make it work hard to move some rocks. Sounds good. Um, save my plasma. I will. Also, as we're closing in on the end of the episode here. Um, I will point out that at the um, sort of surrounding where the rocks have fallen from as this tunnel has collapsed, there are great big scratches rent into the walls. Oh. Um, in sort of, a, you know, sets of four. Um four claw marks at a time as yeah, yeah, a four, four clawed hand four, yeah um, not necessarily clawed because okay, you enough. see they're not just like one big line of them there's lots and lots and lots of them mm. something has seemingly scratched and clawed and pawed at this thing and is that connected to the rocks that are blocking it does it seem as though the clawing led to the rocks obstructing this portal or did they fall an, I think that is an easy assumption okay great something clawed at the, the ceilings and walls until they collapsed okay so Cody is going to keep an eye out while clearing, <laughs> clearing the rocks in case something comes back up that tunnel yeah. yeah I'd be curious to see if there are claws on this side of the gate. Oh, on the gate itself, you mean? Like, on the gate itself, is it trying... Was something trying to get out, or was it trying to collapse the gate? Um, Yeah, that's the question I just asked, and that's why Chris said we can... I think it's connected. There was plant seal until the rocks fell, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so the claw but marks we, we can't saw. see the gate yet. So uh, uh, Ash's question is relevant to be asked and, and looked into as okay. you work to and work as a team to, to clear out the rock. So, I think I misunderstood the question. Then. Sorry. Um, when you do get to the back side of the gate or the front side, depending on uh, point of view. Um, yes, there are great big rents into the bars of the gate itself as if something sort of brushed and pulled um, not matching the the bars on the other side um, and there mm-hmm. are Go ahead. Uh, and yeah there are there are scratches and almost like um, dig marks at the base of the gate into the stone. In your magic bag there, Cody, do you have anything that can make smoke? Probably. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work down here, but I'm countering what this was, and I thought I might give Oracle a try. Per- oh, because it has to be near you. Well, I need to... Right, like the like the oracle reaches in the area you're around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it works in the underworld, but it's worth a try. You like to light a cigarette? It needs to be a little more smoke than that. Yes, to asphyxiate. I, I mean, I suppose somebody's strangling me. An approximation, but. I'm <laughs> <laughs> to put these rocks back. We need the gate to be able to let the dead through. Open another gate. And... Mm. Let's People find are still actively is. going to be buried in the graveyard. Right. So can they not use the other one? They have to use this one? They are drawn to the closest. I'm very worried about letting something out now that we have uh, cleared away the blockage. But Well, yeah. that's where there's a guardian geist, right? How tough do well, you think it is? Tough. Tough. It's been there a long time. Pretty tough. I mean, it started at rank three. If it's been yeah. there a long time, it's probably higher than that. But I, I also get the impression that whatever was doing that was trying to destroy the gate, and maybe it, it couldn't destroy the gate. And then, and of course, this is hypothetical, right? I don't have any direct information to confirm this, just based on what was revealed. If it was clawing at the gate, maybe those claw marks um, suggest that it was trying to destroy the gate. And if it wasn't able to destroy it, either because of innate incapacity or because of the actions of the Guardian Geist, then it decided to block the opening. Well, there were gouges underneath where it was trying to dig under it. Yeah, I'm thinking that if it was trying to destabilize the gate by undermining it, right? Like clawing underneath it. Make it collapse, yeah. Yep. Yeah, make there's, it collapse. There's and no definitive couldn't. answer to be had here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm saying like there isn't sufficient information to, to determine that. I'm suggesting what I'm, could possibly be the case. Which is why I'm suggesting work. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I'm just mentioning why um, mm-hmm. blocking it again might not necessarily be the best choice. It could be. I'm just offering other alternatives. And if nothing else, we know that something has happened 
so we can be a little more watchful on it. Um, yeah, without going into a full mm-hmm. like, <laughs> that's the other thing I was looking at, like questions and everything with Oracle. Um, you you can pull off the the haunt and and unlock it and or you know uh, activate it or whatever. Um, okay, and you receive a vision of a. Lupine figure. Relax. Not <laughs> werewolves. I'm not doing werewolf shit. Calm down. Um, a lupine figure. A big fuck off wolf. Somewhere between, like, visually, somewhere between life and death. Like, mm. ribs, like, exposed ribs and, like, one paw without having flesh on it with spots of. But like still bleeding kind of thing? Um, more like animated. Okay. Um, yeah. More more in the sort of necromantic sort of vibe mm. of something that has gotten back up sort of thing. But um, like that's just sort of what you see, right? I'm not going to tell you what exactly is this thing is, but um, and um, it is you're almost seeing superimposed like the 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 order in which it clawed and rent the gate and then it um it it has its front paws have actual thumbs not thumbs but more like they have a fifth claw yeah an opposable fifth claw wow uh, is, is something to perhaps call it uh, or maybe the dew claw is up higher yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Point is, it's got like picture of a scary degenerate wolf thing that's got raccoon hands with claws. Wow. Um, yeah. Right. Where it's that that is a more evocative. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it it reaches up and it crushes two sets of the bars with its hands and tries to like <laughs> let me out. Let me. Uh, um. Yeah. But it can't. It just crushes the bars. It doesn't manage to open them. And then in a fit of rage, like slams itself back and forth against the walls and claws and rips and gnashes its teeth. Um, and as it, as you like, almost in like slow motion, you're seeing a lot of this happen as a, as a vision. And as you see the rocks start to like fall on you. Um, mm-hmm as this thing is running back down the tunnel uh, the last detail that you see is that it has a saddle on its back Ooh. is the saddle occupied? no Okay. is it within range of my oracle abilities currently? no okay so that would all be conveyed through a Q&A with you guys right? So. yeah yeah that would have mm-hmm. been questions you asked and revealed so mm-hmm. that's that's all information that you all gather from this ceremony and haunted and everything um, and that is where we will leave it um, well we will we will leave it with you opening <laughs> the gate with a key whoever wishes to do that and the bars straighten and plump and um, go back into place and the gate swings inward and you're able to step out
fresh air. Um, and we will leave it for there for there for tonight. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you wish to come talk about these episodes or good birds or uh, any manner of topics that come up in our Discord, you can come hang out with us uh, at edn2.space. Um, if you wish to become uh, part of our, our lovely ghouls and gals on uh, Patreon, um, you can find that at staylucky.club. Um, and we will see you next time for more spooky bullshit. <laughs> Stay spooky, folks. Hey, y'all.